Welcome back to the ins and outs of selling a business. For those of you who are just joining us, uh, my name is Keith D. I'm president of Osage Advisors. Osage Advisors is a boutique uh, merger and acquisition firm working with business owners and their families looking to sell. We typically work with clients with $5 million in revenues and up, and we're happy that you joined us today. So it's been an interesting week at Osage. Um, we have uh, received a number of calls from prospective clients about selling. And I thought today would be a great time to talk about, you know, questions you should ask yourself before you pick up that phone, right? Whether you're calling us or you're calling or whether you're responding to a potential buyer, things you need to know, things you need to think about that are important to you, right? You plan every day. Uh, talking to your customers, how to drive business. You also need to plan about things that are critical in selling. So people ask, you know, when do you think about selling? And the old adage is you should probably think about selling your company the day you open it, right? Put things in place so when you're ready to sell, your systems are in place, your people are in place, um, uh, your relationship are in place with your customers. So... You know, we talk about this topic uh, in season one, but, you know, we're all being inundated these days. Uh, the markets are incredibly active. Uh, buyers are coming from everywhere looking to buy. And uh, so I thought we'd just kind of go through some, uh, readdress some of the questions we talk about. Um, uh, for example, um, you know, is my team in place? You know, um, you know, my critical team, the people that I have, have got me where I am today, uh, is a management team in place that can take this business if I decide to retire. You know, those are things you need to think about. And if not, what steps do I need to do uh, to make sure I have the right team supporting me so that when I sell this company, I can maximize the value of it? Not only from a price, but also from things that I want to see out of it, right? Because the buyer is going to look at you and they're going to look at your management team. They're buying the business because of the product line. They're buying the business because of the profitability. But at the end of the day, they're not going to buy the business without a strong team in place. So if you have a strong team in place, you're going to be able to get a lot of attention to your business that's going to help you maximize value on the sale. Um, you know, sales and marketing. I mean, who, who owns the customer relationship? Uh, that's a critical point. Uh, for example, if you as the owner um, are the head of sales, you do all the interaction with the clients, um, uh, you do all the quoting, you do this, you do that, it says the, the buyer comes in and said, well, I can't buy the business without you. So that's a key point. You got to think about, you know, when is the proper time to delegate, bring in that sales team? You know, I have a head of sales. I have a, a, a customer service that supports heads of sales. We have, do we have a CRM system or not? Do we just do it uh, on an Excel spreadsheet or we take notes? Uh, do we have a sales pipeline report? Uh, do we know how to price our product? Not just by, by, by group, but by SKU. All these things factor into you know, preparing questions you need to talk about. And if these things are answered, you come back to yourself and, and it's like, well, you know what? I, I don't have that. Um, so maybe it's time to hire a consultant or bring in a head of sales 
uh, you know, when you're thinking about selling your business, we, we, we have these conversations with clients. Uh, we've been talking to a client for over five years right now. You know, he, he and his family have put a lot of effort in the last five years in really uh, improving uh, on their systems and their processes and procedures. So when the time is right, they will be able to sell the company and maximize value. And the buyer is going to feel comfortable. Again, we talked about this before is reducing that amount of skepticism from the buyer perspective is going to raise value. So those are things that you need to think about, right? Your, your management team, um, uh, your, your sales, you know, and also your customers, right? What, what am I, we had a conversation this week with a prospective client, great company. They, uh, in the e-commerce fulfillment space, they, they're obviously their business is ramped up. They went from 9 million to 15 million. And then in COVID, they went out close to 30 million. And then now they're kind of settling in at, you know, $25 million in, in revenues. One of the things that we talked about was, you know, what's their customer mix like, right? One of the customers was like 80% of the business back in 2018, 19. And now that customer is less than 50% of the business because they diversified, they grew. So when a buyer comes in, he's going, well, they want to know what the mix of customers is. And if you rely on one customer heavily, that is going to be, um, going to devalue your business from, from their perspective. You're happy with it. You've had this relationship for 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, it's been taking care of you. Your profits are up. It's taking care of your family. But a buyer looking at it says, well, what happens when you go away? Is that customer going to stay? That's your business. So you know, if you're ready to sell today and you have one big customer, we, there's ways of working around that. But if you are looking at your business, how do I diversify my customer base? Do I bring in a sales team um, to expand and, and find new customers? Do I hire an outside rep firm to kind of bring in new customers? Do I look at different avenues of business? Those are things you got to consider that are really important. So that diversification of your customer base is key to maximizing value uh, through a sales process. So again, we're, we're talking about, you know, just you don't need to have this huge plan, but just when you're thinking about selling your company, you know, take out a piece of paper, take out a notepad, and write down some of these things. Okay, how's my management team? What's my sales and uh, my sales and marketing team look like? What does my customer makeup look like? Do I know what my margins are per product line? All these things are really important in the process when you're looking to sell, and so you don't want to pick up that phone and talk to somebody when you're not prepared to answer a couple of these questions. You know, some of the other questions we talk about, you know, uh, is it your financials? Um, obviously the first thing, uh, the buyer wants to say, Hey, can you, can you send me your financial statements? And you should be prepared to have detailed financial statements, uh, ready to provide them. You don't want any, you don't want any lag, you don't want any time drag. Right, you don't want to say, yeah, "I'll get you the financials," and then, okay, a week goes by, two weeks go by. I'm waiting for my accountant to get them to me. The buyer's like, "Okay, how do they manage their business from a financial perspective? They have to wait two or three weeks to get their financial statements. What does that mean to me? That means to me that like, I'm a little suspect about their systems in place today. So I gotta really, gotta really dig deep here, and uh, I'm not so sure that I have confidence in those. But if you can produce financials, you know." 
whether they're audited, whether they're reviewed financials by your, or compiled from your, your accounting firm, or whether internal, detailed internal financials from your, your systems. But you can produce those in a timely manner that are accurate and complete. That's going to drive the value. Right? And, and so really think about that. If you're looking at your, your company today and you've been keeping your financial statements in a you know, outside accountant comes in, they come in every quarter, they do a financial statement. Uh, you know, that that is something you may want to uh, invest in to get those more timely. Uh, we, we are talking to a company, I think it was uh, last, last fall. Um, nice company, manufacturer, and uh, we had asked for you know, their financial statements. I mean, this company's been around for, so I think since 1950, 52. And uh, about a month later, we got the financials. I mean, again, we're not the buyer. We're just looking to look at the financials and come up with some kind of valuation guidance so we have a better understanding of the business. So when we got the financials, you know, they came, uh, we, uh, we looked at the numbers and, of course, we looked at uh, some key balance sheet items and they hadn't changed since the prior year. And we say, well, how come these numbers haven't changed? So, well, we, our accountant has to do year-end. He makes one year a year-end adjustment, right? That is a red flag for buyers. So we said, well, can we see the monthly financials? Said, well, we don't have monthly financial statements. That's a red flag for buyers. So producing timely, accurate monthly financial statements internally, and if possible, preferably an annual statement from your CPA are things you need to strongly consider. Again, these are investments in your future of the value of your business. People look at them, well, I don't want to spend the money. You're not spending the money, you're investing the money. And that's something I think you really got to think about. Because for every dollar you invest in improving your uh, systems and improving your business, uh, will drop to the bottom line and will also will basically increase the value of your company. So really take a hard look at how your financial statements are prepared. I mean, you may, not, you may need to uh, upgrade your team. We have a client right now. He's got a, I guess they call him a controller. Great guy, but he's, you know, he's, he's been with him for like 40 years. He wants to retire. Um, but he's providing a base level of information for this client for the last 40 years. You know, that's not good enough today for today's buyers. They're, you know, markets are very active, valuations are up, so buyers are really going to expand their due diligence to make sure they really understand uh, all aspects of your company. So he asked me, what do you think I should do? I said, well, you don't need a, if you're looking to sell, you don't need to bring in a full-time CFO knowing that you're going to sell the company uh, and within the next year or so. But you, there's plenty of firms out there. Uh, what I call, you know, consultants or part-time CFOs uh, that will come in, you know, maybe come in for initially a month and then they come in for, you know, then they get to every couple, every then a couple days a week and then maybe once every two weeks, but they're overseeing everything on your behalf to make sure your financials are accurate and they give you timely reporting. So there are options out there. So reach out to your professionals, uh, reach out to us. We have a very strong database of uh, what I would call uh, CFO consulting firms that could really add a lot of value through this process to benefit you. Uh, you know, in line with that, you know, how are my systems today, right? It's really a big target area for buyers is to look at your information technology. You know, 
uh, including cybersecurity. You know, what things you have in place to protect your, your one of your biggest assets is your information. You know, have you, when's the last time you upgraded your system? Uh, you're still working off, we have a client right now that is still working off a system they haven't upgraded since, you know, 2010. Now, it's affecting, you know, the transaction in a way that it's taking longer. We still got the number. It was a great price. Our client's very happy. The buyer's happy, but it's extending the due diligence period because they really need to understand what's going on. So it's a lot of the information is really becoming uh, coming through like on a manual basis, believe it or not, right? And we're very fortunate that the buyer through our process is this is extremely strategic. The product line our client manufactures is a necessary aspect of their growth plan. And they love the synergies between that. But getting through their systems, understanding their um, uh, ERP system, their manufacturing systems, um, has been a, um, been a has been a challenge, to be honest with you. But we're getting there, and we're, we're looking to close hopefully in the next couple of weeks. But if you don't have strong systems in place, uh, buyers may look at it and say to themselves, okay, I need to put a half million dollars or a million dollars or a quarter million dollars into this to make the, bring these systems up to speed. Not just the acquisition of the new, new hardware, so to speak, or, or cloud-based, but I need to bring resources and people that are going to upgrade these systems and then integrate them with our systems. And so we've had buyers that were really attractive in the past that really liked our company, but they literally backed out of the deal because they said, we don't have the time or the people to integrate the business. So if you haven't really upgraded, if you, if you haven't upgraded your systems over the last couple, three years, you may want to take a look at that. Again, these are, a lot of business owners uh, understandably look at these as uh, like a cost, but it's really an investment. Trying to change that paradigm, trying to think about this thing. I'm investing in the future of my business so I can sell at the maximum value. So doing those types of things are really critical to successful sale of your business. So you, you don't want to pick up that call. You want to pick up that phone and talk to somebody if you're not ready to say answer some of these questions. Um, and, 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 and the phones are ringing, right? I mean, business owners, like we, my, my phone right here. I mean, we get you know, over a hundred inquiries a month, if not more from potential buyers. Hey, like to schedule a catch up call, you know, just, just reintroduce ourselves uh, let you know what kind of business we're interested in. You know, we like business services, manufacturing, IT, et cetera. You know, here's our investment criteria. We like companies with $3 million of profits and up or $2 million in profit and up. So we get calls constantly. You're getting calls constantly. Uh, we had an owner we met with uh, last week. Uh, he pulled out a file. And he had a, in a manila file, and it was about an inch deep with emails and letters he's received by potential buyers. Hey, we'd love to have a conversation with you. And he didn't answer any of them because he says, you know, I need to kind of get some more information. I need to really understand what I need to do before I pick up that phone and talk to somebody. Honestly, they, you know, they should call someone like us. Um, hopefully it's Osage or someone like us to really get an understanding of, uh, of, of what these buyers are out there looking for and what you need to do to prepare for that. But you don't want to be distracted by picking up a phone and not being prepared. 
So preparation is key. And the earlier you start in the process to prepare your business for sale, the more likely outcome is going to, you're going to get that's going to fit with your goals and objectives. So, and, and we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about the types of buyers out there uh, on our next episode, but asking yourself questions, you know, what I need to prepare for before I pick up the phone when I'm selling my company is critical. Uh, my name's Keith D. I'm OSH Advisors. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, participating in our podcast today. Um, you can reach me at uh, on our website at osageadvisors.com. You can call me directly at 860-767-3273, extension 1001, or shoot me an email at kdee at osageadvisors.com. Thank you very much and have a great day. <music>